It was my incredible pleasure to invite Candy and Paul up and the missions team. So let's uh, give them a hand and I'm going to hand over to Paul and Candy, our great missions leaders. Thank you, Pastor Gary. Well, this is an absolute honour to sit up, stand up here today and talk about missions and, uh, uh, and what it means for this church and for us this year. Um, firstly, um, I would like to thank uh, Ryan and Tammy uh, for, the, um, for the previous uh, <laughs> missions leaders, <clears throat> for all the incredible work that they've done up until now um, and have handed over to us. Um, so we've got a really good foundation of what to do and and uh, and where to go from here. So thanks so much for your for your help, for your service, guys. Um, um, for those who, of you who don't know, I'm Paul. This is my beautiful wife, Candy. Um, <coughs> we're leading uh, the missions team this year. Uh, our incredible team over here, um, who we're um, so honoured and so pleased to be partnering with this year. Um, we've got Joe, David, Vicky, Chris and Margie down the end there. So, <laughs> um, so just introducing them all to you here. Um, Joe's going to speak this morning um, a bit later. Um, you've already heard from Vicky this morning in, in another way. But uh, so just, um, just really like you to welcome our team, guys. Thanks, guys. <clears throat> so I'll just open in prayer. Lord, I just thank you um, that we're part of a generous church, a church that wants to see your heart see you move out beyond these four walls, to see you reach people who might not know about you, who be, might be less fortunate, to reach them in a way that we can show God's love to them. <clears throat> I thank you that we're a church that supports getting outside of our seats, getting up and getting out into the world and into the place, marketplace out there and sharing God's love. I thank you for this place, the support <clears throat> that this church has shown previously in, in um, supporting missions in feeding into and sowing into and, Lord, we just pray for that continued support in every way, Lord. We thank you that Candy and myself get to be part of this and our team as well, that uh, we, we can all partner in this to get outside of here and bless others, that our, this ministry will extend not just outside of these walls and into Mount Barker, but Australia-wide and worldwide in the missions that we're actually supporting. So, Lord, we just pray that we do things in your will, that we can hear from you. And we just pray your presence 
in everything that we do. Amen. So <clears throat> missions is something that Candy and I, um, we've been praying about this and talking about this and and got a real vision that that we want it's i think it's probably easy to to look at missions as um you know hand over money or you know from from some people's point of view people go out there and do that and and into the 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 world to be missionaries but um there's a lot who the way that they can contribute is financially but we want to see it as far more than that um that it's far more than just something to it's not just about the finance um <clears throat> our vision is that we as christians would not just throw money at stuff but catch the heart of jesus for sharing the gospel and showing the love of god in our community and beyond and we can do that yes money is one way um, but we don't want to focus on the money we want to focus on what it actually means and what and the why behind it um, for the people out there who may not know god who may have never had the opportunity to even come across someone who does know him. Um, myself, I was extremely fortunate to be brought up in a Christian household. Um, I've never known what it's not like to actually... You know, I've got Christian parents um, who have always supported me and always encouraged me. Um, I grew up in the church to a certain age and then completely turned my back on it. But, um, <coughs> But I always knew about God and I came back and was saved just before, or well, about 10 years ago. Um, and I couldn't imagine life any other way. Um, as I said, I was fortunate to know God um, and had the opportunity to have him into my life right from an early age. Um, I think when we were praying this morning on my heart was that there's so many out there who don't know God, who, don't, who haven't had that opportunity and who may never have that opportunity unless we can get out there. We can get out there and actually spread the word. Um, now, that doesn't mean each one of us has to head out and get on a plane and go overseas or even in our community or whatever. But um, we have an opportunity here to partner with people who are evangelists, who will go out there and do this, who are people who um, the, 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 um, the missions that we're supporting that are out there supporting people and an opportunity just to show God's love, opportunity to get out there and just support people and share the gospel, but more importantly, just show God's love to people who may not have ever been loved and may not have ever had the opportunity to be loved. So that was really on our heart this morning as we were praying just about what it means, uh, what does missions actually mean. And uh, so, yeah, that we, we would love and we, we're just so passionate about this church getting behind the meaning of it. Um, we also, yes, <clears throat> we, we've just talked about before um, about financially sowing into this, 
And it's so important because we can't do things without finances to actually reach these places. But it's more than that. It's actually partnering with people in the church to support. It's partnering in prayer. Um, <clears throat> prayer is so powerful and we know that it just changes lives. So there's something for, that everyone can do. <clears throat> um, while we were praying this morning, just in our little huddle, we were talking about that it's not just about the finances as well. But Chris said, she's talking about a, a church or a, stories that she's heard where missions and sowing into things has been such a big focus. And as people have poured in their finances, the blessings that those churches have seen has just gone beyond anything that they could ever imagine. Um, <clears throat> You can't outgive God. <laughs> it's, uh, so, um, so look, that's just a bit of a bit of an insight into what we're hoping to achieve, what we're really hoping to drive, and what we really want to get. We would love you guys to get on board with us in this and 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 partner up as a church to support this missions. <clears throat> um, we have some mission Sundays coming up. Um, so we've got four of them um, slotted in for this year, um, today obviously. Uh, May the 29th, July the 31st and October the 30th. And we don't exactly know what yet, but we're looking at doing some other various events and updates during the year. So, um, <clears throat> so when we do know, we'll update you. <laughs> um, but ways that we can actually do some other things to, um, yeah, just just to uh, partner and and potentially fundraise as well. So, um, so our our missions giving for last year, um, <clears throat> I'm not going to go down and drill down on every little finite part of it, um, but more than happy to talk to anyone who um, wants to know about it. Um, and we just want to be. You guys who are sewing into this financially um, obviously want complete transparency and where everything's going and we want you to be able to know where um, where your money is actually going to and the actual impact that that's having. So <clears throat> I'm not going to bore you with all the figures today but I do, uh, as I said, um, please come and see Candy or myself with if you wanted anything more on that. Um, do say though, in last year we had set ourselves um, a six six thousand dollars, wasn't it? And ended up getting in um, amazingly generous people coming in at just over twelve thousand dollars. So <clears throat> thank you so much. Um, we have specific missions that we've actually got that we're on that we were supporting last year. Um, and there's, Candy will talk about some of the specific ones we're gonna look at supporting this year. Um, some of the ones last year that were, that people had been given like for a specific purpose, uh, Mount Barker RSL, Bridges for Peace, Afghanistan and Schools Ministry Group. And, <clears throat> And then there's just a whole heap that was just given for general mission support with no specific um, description of where, they, where people wanted it to go. So um, we're, last year we talked about 
um, $20 per month pledge um, for a family, uh, for individuals, whatever. Um, we do have a pledge form. Oh, is that it there? Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, so just the, the missions giving um, BSB and account details that are up on that side there and that'll go directly into that missions. Because I was trying to find the account number and where I've been giving my missions hasn't been to the missions account. <laughs> Pretty bad for the missions leader. <laughs> anyway, so just, yeah, make sure you're putting it in the right account. It makes it a lot easier for Naomi in processing everything. Yep, so we'll get that right this year. <laughs> um, so $20 a month, it's... Um, the difference that $20 a month can make is huge, as we've just seen. Um, yeah, but um, now we understand for some people $20 a month is a lot of money, um, but for some people $20 a month um, is, is not much at all. And you know, that's what, a coffee per week, pretty much for the. So, but um, <coughs> but we just want everyone to to pray about that and ask what they think um, God, what, what they're willing to give and what God wants them to give. And so, you know, it's, um, it's an individual thing. So we're, but we're, we're just so grateful for everyone who has sowed into this ministry. So um, I'll hand over to Candy, who's going to talk about our missions that we are looking at supporting in this year. So Thank you. Um, so last year we had an aim of um, raising $6,000 um, through the $20 a month from 20 families pledge. And this year, as a team, we've gone, well, it's actually David. I think Vicky spoke a few weeks ago about David's crazy, stupid number or something. So he came up with another one and that was the 12000 So thank you, David. Um, <laughs> and we've already done that last year without even... You know, we've doubled what we, we aimed for, which is absolutely amazing. Um, so we're going to aim for 12000 this year. Right. Hopefully we can double that. Yeah. Hey, let's, let's go for it. Um, but like we've said, it's not about the money. It's about the heart behind it. The money's secondary. Um, we want you guys to catch that, the heart of Jesus in, yeah. in loving people because he loves us. Um, so just introducing... We've kind of narrowed down our focuses for this year. Um, we do. We still will be um, having the um, Samaritans Purse shoeboxes at Christmas time. Um, so that's something that Margie heads up, and she will certainly let us know um, when all that is starting to happen. But that's something that the church has been really generous in supporting, and we would love to keep doing that. Um, so thanks, Margie, for heading all that up. Um, also, the ACCI um, relief. Um, now, I think Lisa had been doing um, uh, through Infused Kids um, called Mother's Heart. So that was something that the youth or the kids were actually focusing on as their mission. So if there's, if anyone wanted any information about that, you could certainly see Lisa or the kids, the youth. Um, to find out a little bit more about that. So they're kind of our, our normal side ones that are just going to go on like they always have. Um, we, we've narrowed down from there. So 
Um, in, for a local focus, we're really wanting to um, support the infused community care, which we've started as a church, including the community pantry. And you can see, um, you know, all the goods and things that um, you can donate. There are boxes out in the foyer that are there all the time that you can just bring whatever along to church and drop in. That will all go towards our pantry. Um, Lisa O'Keefe is heading that up. Uh, Lisa's unfortunately not here today, um, but if you do want some more information about that, you can certainly see Lisa and we will um, have Lisa to give us an update at a later date. Um, but what an amazing way to, to really impact our community. Um, just with our Christmas hampers that we did, um, blessing people in our community who may, they may be doing it tough financially, but they may just need a, you know, a pick-me-up. They may just need to be blessed. Um, so we can do that through uh, infused community care, through our pantry. Um, and so that, I think, I'm really excited about it. <laughs> I'm really excited about it. I think it's an amazing way for us to reach out to our community and actually show God's love. Like, we're so loved. We've been given so much grace. So let's give that to our, our community around us. Um, so, yeah, so that's our first one. Um, and we'll also be um, focusing in and supporting um, Pastor C Steve and Sally McCracken, who have, uh, you know, a very long relationship with our church, great friends of our church, um, speak such encouragement and life into our church and other churches. Um, We'd really love people to partner with them prayerfully and encouraging them because ministry like that is really hard yeah. <laughs> and they do it tough. Um, so you can actually, we can get details to you, um, their prayer partners once a month um, email that Steve sends out um, to let everyone know of the prayer needs that they have. So. If, you know, if money's a bit tight, hey, we can all pray. And sometimes I think that makes more of a difference personally. But <laughs> um, So Steve and Sally will actually be visiting us in March, uh, March 25th to 27th. So that will be an amazing weekend to have them here to um, encourage us and um, speak life into us as a church family um, and also to minister to Pastor Gary and Pastor Jane because uh, they need it too. Um, so we do have a short video which will start in a sec, but Paul just wanted to speak a little bit about Steve and Sally as well. Yeah, so we only met Steve and Sally last year when they were here. Um, we had an amazing prophetic word spoken over us, which was just so incredible for us. Um, <clears throat> I, one of the reasons, you know, we, we are so happy to be partnering with Steve and Sally is the prophetic is just so powerful. Um, and the life, like Candy was speaking, the life and encouragement that they can speak into us, into us as a church and into us as a community is just, um, it's just, you can't underestimate that. Um, <clears throat> the power that is in, in prophesying is 
is incredible. It's God's promises being spoken. So, um, and I just, yeah, just really felt this morning as um, as we were working this out that I just wanted to share that just how much and just how powerful I think the, the prophesying into us, us as a church is. So, you know, I think Steve and Sally, when they come here, strap yourself in it's it's a it's a pretty wild ride and uh but wow like um it, it's um what they can speak into us what they what um support that they can give to us is just mind-blowing um we know that steve when he's out there preaching and he's just you can see he's just being led by the spirit and he's just being prompted left right and center and he's just um <clears throat> um the, the, the power that's in that is just incredible. So, so yeah, really looking forward. I'd say don't miss that service when he's here. So, and and what he's speaking into Pastor Gary and Jane as well is just um, um, is that revitalizing, energizing, and and just prophesying over us, over them, and over us as a church is just um, so powerful. So, so yeah, if we could get that video up, thanks. Good morning, Infused Church. Steve McCracken here, sending you lots of love and greetings from Sally and myself over here in Melbourne. We want to honour you as a church. We want to honour you, Pastor Gary, Pastor Jane. Oh, we've so enjoyed walking with you for so many years now. We love your integrity, the fact that you are kingdom builders. And so we honour you today for your faithfulness and for you as a church. We've enjoyed so many opportunities to come and to share God's work, uh, word with you and to walk with you and to build friendships and relationships. And it's wonderful to be part of God's family. And now that we're part of your missions giving as well, we are so, so grateful. Your love, your prayers, your generosity, it means so much to us. And every time you sow, every time you pray, you're empowering us just to have this time with the Lord where he comes and he speaks and reveals his heart so that we can empower the church, whether it be in person, whether it be with pastors and leaders or mentoring or writing or recording. So we want to thank you so much for making us part of your missions giving. And we're really looking forward to coming in person on March 25th, 26th, 27th this year. Lock the date in your diaries even now. And we're going to believe that God does something wonderful. Before today, I just want to encourage you in the Lord. The Lord has been speaking to me that this is a year of discovery. It's a year of discovery. And as I say that, that's about discovering things, learning things that we have not known before. And I, I want to encourage us from the very start. Often we can initiate what we pursue. I want to encourage you, let God initiate what you pursue and what you give your time to. We've only got so much space up here in our minds. And, and I believe that God wants to reveal some things into our spirit and even into our minds that are on his agenda for us. They're kingdom things. They're things that will honor him and advance his kingdom. And so I want to encourage you to lean in and say, God, what do you want to uh, show me this year? What do you want me to discover in you? And I just want to mention three things real quickly. I believe one of them is that more of who God is. This is the greatest revelation that any of us can ever have. John the Baptist said that God must increase and I must decrease. Much more about him and less about me. I'm reminded in Matthew 16 when Jesus Jesus asked, who do people say that I am? And uh, Peter said, you are the Christ, you're the Messiah, you're the Son 
of the living God. And I love Jesus' response. It's his response to us today. He said, you're blessed, Peter, because this was not revealed by flesh and blood. You didn't just learn something naturally, but this was revealed to you by my Father in heaven. The greatest blessing is attached to increased revelation of who God is. It's time to discover him more. Whatever you know about God, whatever I know about God, there are deeper things, there are greater things that he wants to reveal to us when our heart is set on discovering more of who God is. And I felt God draw me to looking back, to going back, to going back. And often we go back to the negative. Things in our own life, maybe things that we've done wrong, hurts, betrayals, um, disappointments, pain, suffering. We can often go back to that. But I felt the Lord say this year of discovery is going back to his kingdom principles, his kingdom ways. Before the foundations of the earth, in the eternity before creation, God had plans in mind, principles of minds, patterns in mind. And these are his kingdom purposes. Jesus said, when you pray, pray, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name, let your kingdom come. God on this earth, as in heaven. And I believe it's time for us to discover, go back to discovering God's kingdom plans and purpose for your life, for my life, for the church, for the world. What is God's kingdom purpose? And finally, looking forward, I, I feel such an invitation from God to walk in the unforced rhythm of grace. So many times we're striving to achieve, striving to produce, striving to be, and even striving to learn. I want to say God says, I want to take that off you. There's something unforced when it's the rhythm of His grace. And the rhythm is not just a moment, but it's this continual, this step-by-step, -step, delighting ourselves in the Lord, spending time with Him daily, journey of discovery. God wants us to learn the unforced rhythm of his grace. And what's grace? It's God's empowerment in our lives. It's not us trying, striving to produce. It's us abiding and producing the fruit because it's an automatic overflow of God in us, Christ in us, the hope of glory. The, the grace of God is the divine influence, God's influence, God's revelation in our heart, in our spirit, and then the reflection in our life. There is a rhythm of rest, a rhythm of grace, a rhythm of peace, a rhythm of joy that God has for you in Fuse Church. Pastor Gary, Pastor Jane, uh, Sally, myself, all of us us in the body of Christ, God wants us to lean in in this year of discovery and discover a better way of doing things. It's God's way and His way works. So we can't wait to see you March 25th to 27th. Let's come expecting God to do something wonderful. Enjoy your year of discovery in Jesus' name. Bless you. How good is that? Yeah. Um, yeah, so encouraging. And I just want to read a scripture. And this is, uh, I shared this in Huddle this morning, and it really encapsulates, is that the word? <laughs> Hopefully. Thank yep. you. <laughs> um, the, the heart, you know, I just feel Steve's heart for us as a church, but also as the body of Christ to be, you know, we're not just bums on pews. Right. We don't just come to church on a Sunday because that's what we should do. 
Um, I want, or our heart is, and I'm sure it's Jesus' heart too, um, for us when we're involved with missions is because we've, we've experienced God's love and experienced his grace and we want to show others that. So um, the... Oh, you can read it if you want. No. Oh, oh yeah, I can read it. <laughs> um, we'll just stand back here. Um, so from Colossians 1, uh, starting from verse 3. We always thank God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, when we pray for you, for you have heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and of the love you have for all the saints because of the hope reserved for you in heaven. You've already heard about this hope in the word of truth, the gospel that has come to you. It is bearing fruit and growing all over the world, just as it has among you since the day you heard of it and came to truly appreciate God's grace. So we can have that impact all across the world, bearing fruit because of the love and grace that we've experienced that we give to others. So that's kind of, yeah, just following on from that. Um, so next we have Joe. He's going to come up and just share um, around Bridges for Peace for us, which is our final uh, mission's focus. Um, so we, we're kind of highlighting bridges today um throughout the year we will highlight a different mission uh a bit more predominantly um but joe's going to come up in just a sec we just want to invite you if you have a heart for missions if you want to partner and get involved with what god wants to do through our church please come and talk to to us or one of the team um We'd love to have more people involved. We'd love to have fresh ideas. We'd love to have just more passion, more love, more heart. Uh, We've got a fair bit, but more is always good. (laughs) Um, And if it's something that you kind of like, oh, I don't want to commit to anything like too major, um, any help along the way that you feel that you could offer would be greatly appreciated. We've had Chris and Matt out there cooking the barbie for us today. Um, so they put their hand up and said yes. So we all get to eat an amazing sausage sizzle lunch. So we're really thankful for them. So if it's just something like that that you say, hey, I can do that, um, we'd really appreciate it. So come and speak to us. Come and talk to us. Come and um, ask us any questions that you might have. Um, we're more than happy to share and bring you into our little our little group. It will be great. So can we welcome Jo as she comes to share with us? Thank you. Thanks, guys. It's lovely to be up here again to see all your beautiful faces out there. Um, So, yeah, I'm going to talk about uh, Bridges for Peace today. This time, let's... um, Here's praying I don't get taken off YouTube. In case anyone didn't hear that one, last time got removed. But that's okay, here we go. So one of the first projects we're going to support with Bridges this year is um, Ethiopia. And you may think, Ethiopia? I thought Bridges for Peace did Israel. But there are actually um, a lot of Jews in Ethiopia that... um, 
they're trying to bring to Israel. I don't know if you've seen on the news or anything. Might not be on there. I don't actually watch the news myself. So, But um, Ethiopia is in a lot of trouble at the moment. There's um, civil war going on between the government and the rebels. Um, on top of that, they've had famine, they've had locusts. And so they're really in a bit of dire straits over there. Um, they've declared a state of emergency. The World Food Organization in back in November said there were 9.4 million people in need of food. And um, the, not only is it a humanitarian thing um, across the whole country, but the Jewish people there are actually in danger. Um, Ethiopia hasn't been great towards the Jewish people. You've got, depending on, you know, who's in government at the times, but they've had a bit of history there that things haven't worked out so well for the Jewish people. So they're trying to get them out to get them safe. I feel like every time I want to talk about something for Israel, there's something else that I have to explain, to explain this, to explain that, because it has such a complex and rich history that goes back right to Abraham. Um, but I'm going to take you on a bit of a journey of that, just to sort of show you the magnitude of the operations that they have done previously to get the people out of Ethiopia and other countries. But you see, it's not just rescuing um, people, you know, rescuing refugees. At the moment, there's about 10,000 Jews that need rescuing, possibly about 12. Um, there's 3,000 that they've got ready to go immediately if they can just get them out. Um, but Bridges for Peace were actually approached by the government and agencies and Bridges for Peace were specifically asked, can you help? Which I think is amazing, just shows how trusted Bridges are, how much of an impact they've already had um, in Israel. So as I said, it's not just about getting the refugees out but it's also bringing the Jewish people back home. This is a homecoming. The word for it is aliyah, um, which means, there's, it, it means so much, really, that the word translated is to ascend, to go up, but there is so much more in it. It's part of the Jewish psyche. It's part of their DNA to come back home to Israel. And why is that? It starts off in way back in Genesis when God promised Abraham and he said in Genesis 17, 7 to 8, so if you have your Bibles, please pull them out and look at this with me. Maybe we'll get a little more light so people can see. But Genesis 17, verses 7 to 8. Let me know when you've got it. Who's got their paper Bible? Or is everyone on their phones these days? <laughs> phones great for looking up quickly, but something about the paper. All right. Genesis 17, 7 to 8. And I will establish between me and you and your descendants after you. And this is God talking to Abraham, by the way. Between me and you and your descendants after you, 
in their generations for an everlasting covenant to be God to you and your descendants after you. Also, I give you and your descendants after you, do you notice a pattern here, the land which you are a stranger in, all of Canaan as an everlasting possession, and I will be their God. See, God called Abraham right back then and gave them the land. And all throughout scripture, there is God saying, I will bring my people back home. I will bring them in from the north, from the south. Um, I'll read Ezekiel. There goes my notes. In Ezekiel, it says a lot as well, prophecy here. Ezekiel 39, 28. They will know that I am God, I am the Lord, their God. For though I set them into exile among the nations, I will gather them to their own land, not leaving any behind. And that is the mantra of the Jewish people. Um, there's, where do I start here? See, there's so much to say that I just like, one thing leads to another, leads to another, but um, so Israel, the modern nation, was founded in 1948, soon after the war. But there's always been a remnant of the Jewish people there. And so when they got their own nation again, a couple of years later, in 1950, they created something called the Law of Return, which meant that wherever you lived, whatever nation you belong to, if you had one Jewish parent, one Jewish grandparent, then you had the right of return, which meant you could come to Israel and become a Jewish citizen, an Israeli citizen. And so they actually have flights to Israel, um, free flights that they do every now and then to bring the people back home. It's amazing to see the photos and the videos of people coming off the plane, waving the Jewish flags and just being so joyous to be able to come to their ancient homeland. And so the government actually provide for this to bring the people back home because they know that's where the Jewish people are safe, where they can find belonging and um, find something that deeply connects with their heart. So they are bringing the people of Ethiopia home. Um, they've been doing this for many years. I don't know if anyone's seen the movie The Red Sea Diving Resort. It's on Netflix. Has anyone seen that? A few people? That one is about um, the, a few operations of bringing the Jewish people back home. It's an amazing story. So what happened? Um, in the 70s up to from about 79 to 1985, there was a diving resort in Sudan that was actually a front for smuggling out the Jewish people. Um, under the nose of the governments who were not friendly to the Jewish people, in fact, they were enemies with Israel at the time. So. The Ethiopian Jews travelled from Ethiopia all the way to Sudan, neighbouring Sudan, but it's a long way. It was 600 and 
640 plus kilometres to get there. So it was about a three weeks journey, very dangerous. There were wild animals, there were rebels around. Many, many people lost their lives just on the way to this. But they'd get to this diving resort, which was an actual resort. People, tourists would actually come to this resort, pay money to do all their Huna holidays. But under their noses, the um, organisers of this resort would smuggle the people out in boats in the middle of the night to the ships waiting to take them to Israel. It was just an incredible operation. And about 15,000 Jews were rescued through this. It was crazy. Some of these Jewish Ethiopians who, by the way, they believe either were the lost tribe of Dan or were converts or possibly even children from Queen Sheba going back to the time of Solomon because she came to visit Solomon and then she was so amazed by what happened, brought the Jewish culture back to Ethiopia. And they still practice all the customs, all the cultures, all the feasts to this day, even though they're not in Israel, which just blows my mind that they can have such a, that they stick to that, what God gave them, even though they're so removed from the land. So this is where the history comes from with um, these stories. And some of these Ethiopian Jews had never seen a white Jew before. They had never been on um, in a car before. They'd never even seen planes before. So when they were loaded, there was when they couldn't get to the ships because there was um, the government was starting to catch on to what was happening. They loaded a few onto a plane and sent them off at last minute as well. These people had never been on a plane, but they knew the scripture in. Exodus 19 verse, where is it? Exodus 19 verse 4 about God, you know, saying, I delivered you from Egypt and I, and I brought you out on eagle's wings. So here they relate the plane to being brought out of eagle's wings. Again, fulfilling biblical prophecy. And that's what's so great about this as we partner with Bridges for Peace we are fulfilling biblical prophecy when God promised to bring the people back home. That we, 3,000 years ago, um, Ezekiel wrote, you know, these, what God promised. And here we are today, partnering with Bridges, partnering with God to make it happen. Wow, what an honour is that. So... Yeah, as I said, Bridges for Peace has been asked to help to bring this next lot of Jewish people out. In fact, they want to bring every single one home, which it just, it just gets me in the heart to have, you know, it seems almost sad in a way that there are no Jewish people left in Ethiopia, but it's a thing to rejoice about too, that if that is because they're all now back in Israel where they belong. Um, it really is a homecoming.
And there is something about Israel that just touches your heart. When I was over there and just on the first part of the tour, we had about 10-day tour at the very beginning of my year over there and we're all sitting around in the circle on our final day and we're asked to go around the circle saying one word to describe our trip. One word, yeah, right, come on. But my word was home because it really did feel like home to me. And as Christians, we are grafted in, it says in Hebrews 10 and 12, 10, 10, 11, that we are grafted in to the Jewish people, that we get to share in those promises. And there's something so spiritual about that homecoming. Um, People ask me, why Israel? Why are you going over there? What are you doing? And I actually struggled to put into words the reasoning behind why I wanted to go over there. I, I would, you know, explain that, oh, I just, you know, felt this calling that I couldn't ignore. But that still didn't really put it into words. Why? Why? I don't think I even knew myself. Um... But then a couple of weeks in when I was in Israel and I discovered a new song released by um, a Jewish-American artist and um, I just started weeping because as I listened to this song, I'm like, that is why. So this song... It's called Zion, and it was all about the promises of bringing God's people home. And like Candy was saying, you know, the the money's great, but it's the connections that matter. And yes, we are possibly, well, probably, as we partner with Bridges to bring the Ethiopian Jews back, saving their lives, but we are connecting them with their homeland. We are fulfilling ancient prophecy. So I'm so excited about this one. It's an urgent thing that we really do, that Bridges really are just getting on top of. It's, but it's just so important on a spiritual level as well. So um, I'm very, very excited about that. So I want to read that Ezekiel scripture again. Then they will know that I am the Lord their God, for though I sent them into exile among the nations, I will gather them to their own land, not leaving any behind. So in a moment um, I will play, we'll get Damien, who's doing an amazing job today, thank you. I think we should give him a hand. The guys at the sound desk get forgotten a lot of times, but we couldn't do it church without them. Um, so we'll get that in a moment. But before we go and have lunch, I want to share with you some products that we've got for Bridges. This book here is amazing, changed my life. It um, touches all the bases of why Israel. It's got the feasts, it's got... 
um, the foundation of the modern nation. It talks about anti-Semitism in the church, replacement theology, um, the immigration to Israel, the numbers of Jewish people who came from all the land, just masses and masses of people, is astounding of how they brought them into the country, which is only eight, nine million people, but they absorbed all these people. Brand new nation, the numbers are amazing. So I really encourage you, I've got a couple copies of this. It's really good read, just covers all the bases, a very good introduction, but really in depth of why Israel, what's Israel all about? It's got some free bookmarks, Hebrew and um, English version of Psalm 91, created by one of my friends. This one here, please take a copy of this. This is my baby. I'm the one who um, puts all this together. This is our national newsletter. Um, and that's all about the work that we do in Australia. So make me feel good and get that one. <laughs> I joke, but no, it will. Um, teaching letters, a bit, just a bit about the biblical foundations of the um, various things in the Bible, amazing teaching there. And we've got some magazines as well that goes out internationally with some great stories about what's happening in Israel, new inventions, archaeology, all sorts, and that one is free too. When I was younger, I said I wanted to be an international journalist for World Vision. And it was only about halfway through my trip in Israel, and there I am, you know, typing up my computer, writing um, for this magazine, writing the news, and I'm like, wait, I am literally doing my childhood dream right now. So God is so good in that. It's just an amazing, amazing stuff that comes out. Please go out to the back, take a look. If you have questions, please come ask me because there's so much more I could say on Ethiopia, on all different things that are happening. Any questions about Israel, please let me know. All right, I think that's about it from me. So why don't I pray for lunch? Then we'll watch the video and have an amazing lunch together. Father God, thank you that we could come here together today to bless your people. And you have said, I will bless those who bless you. Lord God, we just thank you for that opportunity. Lord, um, bless our lunch as we share and fellowship together, God. Thank you, Lord, that you are a good God and that your mercies are new every morning and that we can partner with the Jewish people, with Pastor Steve and Sally, with our community pantry, Lord. Let Infused Church be a shining light to the nations. Lord, bless your people as they bless you. Jesus' name, amen. So please, if you have any prayer needs, um, come up. The altar is open. But I would like to end with this video. Um, all of it is scripture. It's all scripture. So just I bless you with this as we finish up. <laughs> 